This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for August 10th. A federal judge in Alabama has approved a final settlement of $2.67 billion with Blue Cross Blue Shield companies following a decade-long legal battle over alleged anti-competitive behavior that negatively affected members, the Wall Street Journal reported August 9th. The final approval includes mandating that insurers drop a BCBS association rule that requires two-thirds of national net revenues from health plans and related services to come from blue-branded products. Another rule the settlement struck down had required large employers to work with the blue insurer that offers coverage where the employer is located so that BCBS companies could avoid competing with one another for large contracts. The settlement did not achieve the lawsuit's original objective, which was to stop BCBS companies from receiving exclusive geographic branding rights. The settlement stemmed from an antitrust lawsuit that accused the BCBS companies of conspiring to divide markets and avoid directly competing with one another. The original class action was brought in 2012 by BCBS plan members who alleged the anti-competitive behavior was raising costs on policyholders. The judge gave preliminary approval for the settlement in 2020. Now fully approved, it will go into effect after 30 days. Members that objected to the settlement while it was still under review are still able to appeal the final decision, a small group that includes Home Depot. Elevance Health, which owns BCBS companies in 14 states, estimates its share of the settlement is $594 million. A BCBS Association spokesperson told the journal it was pleased with the final approval and is committed to implementing the agreement. Wilson Medical Center in North Carolina will retain its Medicare contract following a state survey in May that identified immediate jeopardy to patients' health and safety. The North Carolina Department of Health Service regulation determined three events threatened patient safety earlier this year at the Duke LifePoint Hospital. One died after a fall and sedation at the facility. Another died shortly after his heart monitor was disconnected. The third incident involved a suicidal patient who locked himself in a bathroom in the hospital's emergency room lobby and threatened to overdose on medication that regulators say the hospital should have confiscated. The hospital submitted a corrective action plan to CMS June 28th. On August 5th, a spokesperson for the hospital told Beckers in a statement the hospital was no longer in danger of losing its Medicare contract. Bright Health Group has posted a net loss of nearly $432 million in the first half of 2022, but has seen extreme growth in its new health value-based membership, which has grown over 1,000% since the same time last year, according to the company's earnings report filed August 10th. Revenues in the first six months of the year were $3.4 billion, an almost 70% increase from nearly $2 billion last year. Total annual revenue is projected to be $6.8 billion to $7.1 billion. Total operating expenses in the first six months of the year were $3.8 billion. The company's medical cost ratio in the second quarter was 88.8%. Net losses in the second quarter alone were $251.3 million. In the first six months of the year, the company lost nearly $432 million a 532.7% difference from a net loss of $68.2 million in the first half of last year. Bright Healthcare's total enrollment as of June 30th was 970,000 members. Medicare Advantage members stood at 120,000. There are also 500,000 new health value-based members. Well, in the wake of Senate Democrats passing a $739 billion piece of legislation August 7th that makes major investments in healthcare, taxes, and energy, payers across the nation reacted with overall approval. 
The Inflation Reduction Act, which heads to the House of Representatives August 12th, will invest $64 billion to extend the ACA's premium subsidies through 2025. The bill would also allow Medicare to begin negotiating the prices of certain medications and set a $2,000 annual limit on out-of-pocket costs for drugs paid by individuals with Medicare Part D. The organizations in approval of the legislation include America's Health Insurance Plans, the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid, and the Alliance of Community Health Plans. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered straight to your inbox every afternoon, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website. That's beckerspayer.com.